If you wonder about the birds and the bees, just tune in to some Frank and Beans. Welcome to Frank and Beans, everybody. <laughs> Frank and Beans, the Sex and Relationship Podcast. Where I'm Beth. And I'm Brian. <laughs> And I have no idea why I'm talking like that. I just, sometimes when you say the same thing over and over the intro, we just like want to do it differently. That's fair. One time. Well, we should mix it up more often. Yeah. <laughs> we used to always like try to do something goofy. I was listening back to old episodes. Oh. We used to like have like a funny song or like some kind of dumb like. You know, the pineapple know. pizza perpetrator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so we'll try to beef up those intros a little more again for your audience. In the meantime, welcome. <laughs> I did do the beer crack. Uh, if you would like a beer, a beer crack in your honor, or in this case, a truly crack in your honor, yeah, uh, you can be a Patreon sponsor for us, which is www.patreon.com slash Frank and Beans. And you can get all kinds of neat stuff yeah. depending on your level of sponsorship. Uh, for instance, Brian will soon be printing us. All kinds of t-shirts, tote bags, sweatshirts. I'm super excited. Uh, yeah. And it's screen also, printing. It's not the like heat transfer vinyl. Right. It's it's screen printing. It's the good shit. Yeah. And it's handmade by me. Yeah. I also just um, I made that little swag website <laughs> on T. What was it? T something. But I made a Frank and Beans phone case for myself. Yeah. <laughs> it was so cool. So we're going to try to do more, make more fun stuff like that for you guys. Um, we might have to repost the link because... Yeah, it took you to know, like all that crazy <laughs> shit. It was like all these shirts that were just sex and relationship oriented. Right. More, mainly sex. Like there was a penis whale. which was penis, a, I was just going to say the penis whale. <laughs> which wasn't a bad idea. Yeah. Oh. And the sport fucker one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just hit the link again, and it's a picture of two women um, swapping cum <laughs> from their mouths, oh. and it says Stop. sharing. It says sharing is caring. No. Yeah. So we might have to re oh my God. repost Will that. Will you screenshot that and oh. send it to me real quick? Because I have somebody that uses that phrase all the time. Oh, I'll, sharing I'll, is caring. I already exited off of it, but I'm. Damn oh, there it. it is. Okay. Okay. It came back quick. Okay, take a picture of it. Yeah. Send it to you. <laughs> Here it comes. Okay. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so yeah, that's because Brian and I are not in the same room. I, If you are new to the show, I am in North Carolina, and Brian is in Kansas City. Yep. <laughs> you know, the State of the Union. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. But this is not a political podcast, so we will not get into that. But I mean, to be fair, like I am in Kansas City, Kansas. Yes. Yeah. That's true. I am in the great state of Kansas. Yes. The Kansas City Chiefs are not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is true. So, um, but if you have any correction corners like that that you would like to share with us, email us at fmbpodcast at gmail.com which is the letters frank november bravo podcast at gmail.com mm -hmm. 
And while you're listening to us right now, go ahead and leave us your stellar review because it helps other people to see the show. It helps us out a lot. And it just takes you two doggone little seconds. So if you can go to our Facebook, which is super lit. Yes. And leave us a five-star review or iTunes or wherever you're listening to this that allows you to leave a review. We would very much appreciate it. So I mean, we're rocking a 5.0 out of five rating on iTunes right now. Pretty awesome. Yeah. Humble brag. I mean, yeah, humble brag. <laughs> it's funny because I always say, like, I always start, like, sentences as a joke with, I don't want to brag, but <laughs> Colleen goes, every time you say that, <laughs> my friend Colleen, every time you say that, I know you're about to brag about something. Yeah. <laughs> like, or it's about to do, like, a brag about something that's really stupid. Like, like I have these training things at work that I have to do that I always get behind on. And I'm like, you guys, I don't want to brag, but I'm only 83 days behind on my gray cells right now. <laughs> Which is a good brag. <laughs> 80 days behind. Right. <laughs> anyway, uh, to recap our last episode, Brian, what did we talk about? What did we talk about? It was kissing. It was kissing. It was smooching. Oh, it was first base. Kiss. Oh, we kiss. We kiss. We kiss. <laughs> we kiss good. <laughs> Ray Porter was so happy about that episode. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw um, him and uh, Jersey Thornell kissing yeah. more stuff. Oh, yeah, they were. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, they yeah. kiss. Oh, they kiss. They kiss. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a really fun episode. I enjoyed I it a lot. Like. Yeah. It's very informative as well as hilarious. It's edutainment. Edutainment. <laughs> As will today's topic. Um, today's topic is not as fun, but it is interesting. I would say. Yeah, I think it'll it'll be fun. It'll be uh, this will be more the uh, um, educational episode. Yeah, it's a little more educational. It's definitely more like factual. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a lot of interesting things. Like you know, I always think about like when we were in school and. They should have been teaching us stuff like this, like, instead of, like, I don't know, you know, like, I remember we had, like, home economics. Right. And it's like, okay, they taught us how to sew scrunchies. <laughs> yeah. Okay. They could do that, or they could have spent that time teaching us what marriage is, what your rights and response. Oh, yeah. By the way, the topic today is marriage. Marriage. <laughs> <laughs> so, um Today we're going to be talking about getting hitched, but like, you know, no one ever teaches you what the actual legal rights and responsibilities are, like what you are getting yourself into by doing this and like just all these really different, like I learned a lot just by doing research on this episode. Well, I mean, that's because the state doesn't want you to know. And then they're teaching our kids, you know, that you're supposed to get married and have kids. Right. And you're supposed to get a job, and you're supposed to be a robot, and you're supposed to pay your taxes, and then die. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean... They don't teach us how to do our taxes in school either, but... Right. Yeah. We have to learn about fucking Pagarium theorems and... Right. Come on. Shit, I will literally never use ever again. Nope. And yeah. So, marriage. Marriage. What is it? It's garbage. 
It is garbage. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, my parents are happily married. They have been for 38 years. Oh, that's fair. But, I mean, is it, I mean, that's also a totally different generation of human beings. Yeah, I had a conversation today. We'll get into that. Personal stories. Yeah. And it's not like that was either of my parents' first marriage. Yeah. So my parents are my dad and my stepmom because my my mom passed away 10 years ago. But my dad and my stepmom have been married since I was born. Mm -hmm. And they were both married at the time that they hook up. (laughs) So It happens. Yeah. So, I mean, it's interesting. Uh, But marriage, it's also like definition wise, you know, it's also called matrimony or wedlock. Uh, And it's a culturally recognized union between people called spouses that establishes rights and obligations between them, as well as between them and their children and between them and their in-laws. Interesting. Yeah. So that is a pretty good definition, I guess I would say. Yeah. That's more like the legal definition. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, it says, spouses vow before God a witness, and a member of the judicial system to remain faithful to one another until death. As as a part of the vows, either written by themselves, or they may choose to use the standard version that the officiant determines. Yeah. There's, you know, and so this is more like, I think, the religious ceremony aspect of it. Mm -hmm. Now, it does mention that, you know, obviously for a marriage to be legal, you know, you have to not just, you know, I don't know if everybody knows this because we were just talking about the fact that no one teaches you this stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. but like you don't just go to the church and get married by a priest and then you're married legally. That doesn't work that way. Right. Like in order to legally be married, you actually have to go to like the uh register of deeds you know like the county clerk office yeah get a marriage certificate then you have to have the ceremony that is um performed and then that you can do that at the courthouse so they will have mm-hmm. a judge that's there that if you just want to do it while you're there then you're legally married which i know a lot of people do just to get it over with while they're there because then you don't have to worry about because what you like once you get that marriage certificate from like the clerk, mm-hmm. then you have to go get the ceremony done, and then you have to send it back into them. Right. But, so like I know a lot of people who will just go ahead and have the ceremony done by the justice of the peace that is there while they do it, and then go have a different ceremony for their family and friends. You know where a different officiant does it. Yeah. But like a lot of people don't realize that it's not like you just file it you know like or that you just you know legally are married once a priest does it you know right actually there's paperwork involved yeah you've got to be tracked by the system right (laughs) yeah um yeah unless you don't want to i do know some people who aren't actually legally married but say that they are married well it's very interesting because like yeah and i think we'll get there in depth further but you know, spouses vow before God. Some people don't believe in God or believe in a different God. Oh, yeah. Um, Laura, one of my best friends, you know, she is an atheist. Uh-huh. Her husband is not. But um, when they got married, her ceremony was like, it was actually really interesting because one of our best friends, Sergio, officiated the ceremony. 
they had the ceremony at the winery where the reception was. There was no church involved. But it was like this really huge fancy winery. Mm-hmm. So, um, but the thing is, is that um, the ceremony was non-religious. Like the vows, the ceremony, everything like, but I didn't even notice it. Like yeah. when, because he was talking about love and what love is between two people, and what two people mean to each other without ever having brought up faith, God, you know, anything like that. Mm-hmm. And it was like amazing how it's like, yeah, like that's what this is about. It isn't about God. It's about two people that love each other, that want to commit to each other forever that, you know, so yeah. It's And, you know, their reasons, like, they don't want to have kids, so it's not like they're doing it so that their kids have protection or legal anything. Yeah. So there's a lot of different reasons why people do it, and there's, you know, it doesn't have to be religion or God involved. But there does have to be a witness who signs off on that marriage certificate. Yeah. So. um, And, yeah, some people, like... I know that if you do it at the courthouse, like they have a specific like set of things that they say. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, you know, obviously, if you have your own officiant, they can choose what is said. You can write your own vows or whatever. You know, it's just basically like what legally binds it is the marriage certificate. And then obviously somebody that is registered as an officiant by the state of whatever state you're getting married in. Right. So. Um, but typical vows that you, that, you know, you hear most often in weddings is that you're taking someone to be your lawfully wedded spouse Mm -hmm. from this day forward to have and to hold for better, for worse. Like that is pretty vague. (laughs) I don't know if I like that. (laughs) I mean, for better, for worse, you mean a lot of things. So I'm going to need more specificity there. Um, For richer or poorer. Okay. I mean, Uh, sure. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. In sickness and in health. um, Mm Uh, okay sickness yeah you shouldn't leave somebody when they're sick but if someone's sickness involves like drug addiction or something yeah or what if they you know i don't know um got syphilis uh that means that they have broken one of the Mm. tenants of being married which would mean we'll get to that part of it gotcha but yeah, I mean, sickness can mean a lot of things. So I don't know. Um, uh, but yeah, in the end, to love and to cherish, and then till death do us part. Which mm, that's mm. that seems pretty serious. It really, yeah, and you know, I don't think people take that seriously enough. No, no. How no. many? <coughs> excuse me. I, I'm sure we'll get to. I'm sure, we'll get to it. But like, how many people have gone through a divorce? I'm one of them. Yeah, right. You've actually done divorce and an annulment. Yeah. 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 I've done this bullshit twice. Right. M- and we'll get to what the difference sort of is between those two things and a little bit. But it's and then I've never been married. Mm-hmm. And that's because I just I take it seriously enough where 
I have, you know, and I've been in relationships that have been as long as like five and a half years yeah. is the longest relationship I've ever been in with someone. And like, he, it's not that he didn't ask me to marry him, but when he did ask me, I said no, because I didn't think either one of us were ready for it at that point. It makes sense. Yeah. So, you know, and you know, there was a point like, <sighs> there was a point where it was like, there was like a promise ring, you know, and stuff like that, which I can get behind that, you know, it's like, that's a a promise to be together and it's just a little symbol of it. But like, you know, I, I, we were in our twenties, you know, it was like 23 to 28 and there was no way that I was prepared for, you know, the like lifetime commitment that this is really supposed to be. Yeah. And I didn't think he was either. (laughs) No. Another funny thing that Colleen and I were just talking about yesterday (laughs) is that, Literally every single serious relationship that I've been in, <laughs> they marry the next person. Holy cow. After me. You're like good I luck have, Chuck. I have said that is exactly what Colleen said. I have such a good luck Chuck. Like, literally, girl, if you want to get married, just let me have Adam for six months, okay? <laughs> <laughs> he will marry you in no time. Like, you will seem like a dream come true after dealing with me for just, you know, as little as six months. <laughs> No, I, I, I wouldn't say that um, they've married the next person. But wait a minute. Ooh, we're going to have to take this uh, offline. But um, two of them so far, the next person they got with, they married. Um, I am Holy the shit. Yeah, I'm the world's best temporary boyfriend. <laughs> oh, I know one of them that you're talking about. <laughs> What's her name start with? Uh, she threw open a bar one time. Okay, so there's that one, and then there's the other one, the one that you liked. <laughs> oh, what? She's yeah. married now, too? Yep. Get the fuck out of here! Yeah. yeah. So there's that. Dude, that's fucking crazy. Mm. And it was crazy, too, is that one of, like, the oldest history of the people that this goes back to is my last boyfriend in Chicago, Michael number four. <laughs> 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 he was like a person who was like i don't believe in marriage marriage is stupid like blah 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 like way back. I and mean, this is like we're talking like 2001 2002 like and we dated for like two and a half years and then when we broke up he literally married the next girl he did <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. yeah five and a half year relationship married the next girl <laughs> wow guy i moved to champagne for married the next girl <laughs> goodness yeah, yeah, it's crazy. There's a lot that I still don't talk to that I'm sure they are probably happily married now to. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Like, out of all of them, I wonder I'm how many. I'm batting like a thousand as far as I know. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> oh, there's another one in Arkansas that, like, married the next guy. No way. Way. Yeah, so we're just a couple of good luck chucks and... It, oh, but also we'll get to Arkansas. I did see a that. I did okay. see that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get back to Arkansas. We'll, yeah, we'll, in a get, we'll get there. <laughs> Put a pin in that, Brian. We'll right. be back. <laughs> so the um, the rights and responsibilities by law uh, they vary state to state, but rights generally all include ability to open joint bank accounts. Like, can't you just do that with anyone, though? I thought you could. I don't know. 
I, I think it's a bad idea to begin with. I would think it's a terrible idea. Yeah. No. I'm, I'm like, I just like read it, written will, Chase Bank. Don't let anybody else on my bank account ever, ever, ever. Ever, ever, ever. ever. <laughs> There's barely any money in there as it is. I don't need nobody else taking out no damn money out of there. Right. Um, you also have the ability to file joint tax returns. Bingo. And, and you get sick ass tax breaks. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Um, you have the right to receive married rate on insurance coverage. Which, yeah, that's some bullshit, too. You know, it is some bullshit, because like we were talking about, some people don't believe in marriage. Some people right. um, don't believe in God, and they're not going to go get the traditional religious wedding. I guess you can still get a... Um, right. And yeah. look what marriage does to people. Like, okay, if you're married and you have kids, the odds of you uh, driving your station wagon into a lake with the children inside of it goes up exponentially right so why would you get a lower insurance rate Mm. i think single people should get a lower insurance rate they're going to be happier and far less likely to you know right have a very wet car that you have to pay (laughs) (laughs) they also have the right to receive married rate oh no i'm sorry right to inherit spouse's property upon their death which that is one of the hugest things about like, you know, I remember like when gay marriage was, you know, thankfully now it's legal, you know, across the U.S. But like when um, that was first like a really huge heated debate in the country, that was one of the biggest things. And I know people personally who literally like they had been with their partner there for years and years and years. Oh, it actually happened to Johnny Versace's fiance Mm -hmm. or you know like his uh partner that had been his partner for like 30 years and also personal friends of mine who had been with their partner for 30 plus years the partner dies and then the family comes and takes everything their house away their personal belongings away the car everything because if they're not legally married to that person they don't have you know especially if they die unexpectedly without a will right you know, they don't have a leg to stand on in terms of... And even if they are married, the family can still sue. Yikes. But the odds are that they would actually get it in a court of law is slim to none. But yeah, that's one of the important things. Like, one of the biggest things that I was like, you know, why gay people felt like it was so important for them to be able to have that right to marry is for that legal protection for their home and personal belongings when it comes to, you know, the untimely death of their spouse. So Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So um you can also you also have the right to sue for spouse's wrongful death. Interesting. It seems important. Um right to receive spouse's social security, pension, workers' comp, and disability benefits. Yeah, that was another big thing when it came to like the rights, you know, that people were fighting for when it came to marriage. That makes sense, yeah. Um, a share of all married property. This one I have trouble with because. Okay. I, I think I can help with this been, because I can, yeah. <laughs> I went through this bullshit. Right. And I feel like you're kind of on the opposite end of it. But I, like I know somebody, for instance, that married somebody else mm-hmm. that was, they were together for a very, very long time, like 19 years. Right. And one person was completely financially responsible for the entire marriage, no kids, no nothing. And when they got a divorce, 
the wife, who was not financially responsible at all, hardly ever had a job the entire marriage, was put through college by this person, expensive college by this person, um, all the way through grad school. And then when they got a divorce, not only did she get half of all of the, you know, they had to sell the house. She got Mm -hmm. half. They sold, you know, I mean, everything that was common property, she got half. But then she also got alimony still to this day getting alimony. He's already remarried with children and he still has to pay her out. Yeah. I don't really understand that. Um, That's, that's. I, I, it sounds it's extreme. To yeah, me. it is disgusting, and it sounds extreme, but I think it's very common that that happens. Um, like, really, you? It's just such a 1950s concept to me of being like, "Oh yeah, well, I need to maintain my lifestyle." Right. Get a, get out and get a job, okay? Like that person's not responsible for you anymore. You both decided to legally part ways. Yeah, the alimony Especially thing is Especially if that person didn't strange. do anything wrong. Alimony should come with a cap to it, like... Right. Or a is there a years. cap? I don't think there is. So, the, until she remarries, this guy just has to pay her alimony. Correct. Fuck. Yes. And you, she's not going to do that. Right. <laughs> do you know how much the alimony is, out of curiosity? It's a lot. Yeah. Uh. It is to the point where she definitely did not have to get a job again. Wow. See, and that, just has uh, quit her jobs randomly several times because yeah. she just didn't like it. it. Yeah. Why would I put up with this bullshit when I can go sit at home and eat bonbons right. and make more money? Fuck that. Oh, yeah. That's, that's crazy. At least child support comes with like a cap, you know? Yeah. It's okay, so I'm just looking at this. Um, if uh, one partner will bring in more money or provide more monetary support to the family, why another partner will provide equally important support in other ways. Um, if a couple like this gets divorced, it can be difficult for the lesser earning partner to live safely and comfortably because of one or more varying reasons. In cases like this, the partner who earned more money may be required to pay alimony. So... Uh, these payments of the lesser earning or non-earning spouse establish themselves and become financially independent. They may use the time they are being paid alimony to look for decent employment so that when the alimony payments stop, they're able to continue living comfortably. There is no typical or set amount for alimony payments. The amount will be determined based on several factors, including the amount of money both parties earn from their employment assessed monetary needs of the lesser earning or non-earning spouse, whether there are children involved in the marriage or not, and much more. The alimony payments are usually determined percentage of one spouse's monthly earnings. I should have fought for alimony. Right. Man. How long did they, oh, yeah. How long do they last? Again, there is no limit for alimony payments. Mm. Holy shit. But I, am I wrong? Can you, can once the other person gets married, like, that stops once the person yes. receiving alimony. Yes, okay. that's correct. Yeah, they're no longer entitled to alimony once they're married to somebody. Once, once the person receiving alimony is married to someone else. If the person paying it marries somebody else, they're still fucked. <laughs> What's the statute of limitations on alimony? Can I go back and fight for this? Right. <laughs> I think it's too late. <laughs> oh, bummer. Yeah. Um. But yeah. 
Anyway, what's the last right? Last right is uh, the right to income and property accrued by spouse during marriage. Okay. Mm. I guess that's kind of like the shared. Yeah. Married property and so forth. Um, So there's also responsibilities legally that you have uh, in a marriage. And that is, uh, first of all, is treating your spouse with respect, which Mm -hmm. obviously is open for, you know, interpretation. Um, However, the things that they spell out a little more clearly are uh, in the law. That is, is to not abandon your spouse. So you can't just like leave your family spontaneously for long periods of time. Uh, to not abuse your spouse, obviously. It's a good one. Yeah, it's, a, it's sad that that even has to be in there. Um, and then to not commit adultery against your spouse. Ah. Yeah. Uh, so th- that was a burp for all of you paying attention at home. <laughs> I'll drink to that. Um, yeah. I'll drink again to it. Okay. So the before mentioned are generally all grounds for an at-fault divorce. So the abandonment, abuse, adultery. Mm-hmm. Um, now, they also have a fiduciary duty, which means they that somebody cannot lie about, like, when you're entering into a marriage, you can't lie about um, your finances, mm-hmm. your criminal past, or your current marriage status to another spouse prior to marriage. So, okay, like, you can't lie and say, oh, I'm like a big millionaire, Right. Um, you can't lie about whether or not you had a criminal past. And you can't lie about, okay, well, before we get married, I have to divorce my other spouse. Like, if you're found to have lied about any of those things, then those are grounds for an annulment. Yay. Yay for annulments. And <laughs> in my case, um, so it's also something else that should be included in here. Like there wasn't knowledge of a situation at the time of marriage. Um, let's say you get, what? let's say you get married and then you find out she's unable to have kids. That's grounds for an annulment. Oh, yeah. so it's anything like any, any knowledge that wasn't known at the time of the marriage that comes to light, then you can gotcha. get an annulment. Um, Do you feel comfortable sharing yours or? Well, mine was, I I had a good lawyer and um, (laughs) his idea was that she did not um, support my military career. My first marriage was when I was still in the army and she did have difficulties dealing with my military career. But the way that I was able to get it annulled was to say that she did not support it. Yeah. Okay. And she didn't. She didn't fight that. So okay. Yeah. Okay. So that I mean, would have I think gone it's into. Best. I mean, annulment is obviously okay. So annulment for anybody who doesn't know is when the court just rules that your marriage basically never existed. Yes. Like so, it's not like a divorce where they're just saying like legally you're both out of this obligation at this point. It's like saying that legally it never happened. It never happened. And yeah. here's the thing. Um, I had a buddy too who was trying to get an annulment, but he had kids first. And oh. once you have kids, X nay on the annulment, you can't do it. Because, really? You yes. can't get an annulment once you have kids? Nope, because it will, like, bastardize the kids. Wow. Yeah. So you just have to get a divorce. Yep. But isn't that so stupid and old school? It's like, okay. It, yeah. It's, they're not bastards if you're divorced. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't either. Yeah. I do like this next part, though. Do you want to yeah. go back and forth on these? 
Sure, yeah. Cool. So why do people get married? Why? I don't know. I've never been married. Mm. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yikes. <laughs> so to kick it off, 88% of people said they got married because of love. <laughs> Aww. Real quick, though. 12% are not getting married because of love. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> those those 12 are our biggest. Russian mail order brides. Those 12 are our biggest <laughs> Frankenbeans fans. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They are also Russian mail order brides. <laughs> Fair. Yes. <laughs> so the other 12% are getting married for green cards exclusively. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, number two on the list is that 81% do it because they want to make a lifetime commitment. Which is interesting. You're the last point, that means that 19% aren't making a, a lifetime commitment. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or at least that's not why they're getting married. Fair, like, yeah. You know. So, I mean, I guess that can kind of be interpreted both ways. Right. Um, 76% say companionship. Which, okay. I mean, I would arguably rank that higher than love in my opinion you know yeah I'd, I'd agree and i'm wondering how companionship differs from making a lifetime commitment and love well companionship is more just like we're companions brian okay fair yeah you know what i mean like not everybody has that like not everybody has a best friend that they can sit there and talk on the phone for three hours a week to right. <laughs> <laughs> at least <laughs> like you know, so some people do it because they just are sick of being lonely, which is why they would want companionship. Mm-hmm. Uh, so an astonishing <laughs> 49% only say having children is their reason for getting married. I wonder if <laughs> getting married was the reason for having children or having children was the reason for them getting married. Right. Mm-hmm. Whoops, I, I I knocked her up. Better marry her. Yeah, yeah. Better make an honest woman out of her. <laughs> yeah, those are the, uh, what do you call it, uh, shotgun weddings. <laughs> uh, so 30% of people say uh, they wish to have their relationship recognized in a religious ceremony. Which, okay, I can understand that. I, I like that, yeah. Yeah, it's not so bad. Um. But, you know, not all religious people. Well, and, you know, for I mean, you know, we're obviously not religious people. Yeah. But there are a lot of people that that is important to them. You sure. know, is to have that, like, make that commitment before God. Like, if they believe in God, then that's something that's really important to them is to make that commitment before God. So, well, and there are, know. yeah, and there, there's also, like, alternative um, ceremonies that people can have. Like, like you were saying before, the, your friend, um, that wasn't like a priest or a minister. Right. Um, well, yeah, he was. It's, well, it's like Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Brian, for instance, can perform your wedding if you would like, folks. I can. Because I, he is. I you want to share what your uh, qualifications are there, Brian? Yeah, I happen to be a ordained minister in the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. <laughs> <laughs> that is a true story. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> so. Yeah. That's why you don't. Uh, that's why you don't drink lots of whiskey and um, play on the internet. <laughs> right, radio. <laughs> right. <laughs> Drinking in prime. Don't do it. Yeah, but also do it because that shit was hilarious. Um. <laughs> it's also how I got my copy of the Satanic Children's Big Book of Activities. Is that how you did it? Yeah. I thought you just randomly ordered that. 
No, I was very drunk. Oh, you mean, oh, drinking and priming, not your church uh, affiliation. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, that was going to seem a little anti, you know, like... Like a conflict of interest if they're giving up the satanic children's Bible if their God is the flying spaghetti monster. Right. (laughs) So, you know, now I understand what you're saying. But uh, 28% of people say that they get married for financial responsibility. 28% are fucking gold diggers. Right. (laughs) This is back to Sugar Baby University. Right. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. So... And then 23% say legal rights and benefits. I'm going to say that that is the, like, um, not necessarily all of the reason, but one of the reasons that, you know, like, you know, again, we were talking about, like, the LGBT, you know, community and, you know, the reasons that it was important for them. Um, But it's interesting that only 23% say that, you know. Well, I, I feel like those are, like, maybe the green card type marriages. Oh, that could be it, too. Yeah, wait, what was the difference in that? 23%, and then how many of them said? 26, or yeah, 70, oh, wait. Uh, oh, it was it was 12% that okay. said that love, didn't say yeah. love. So 23%, okay. But see, here's the thing. Like, that's the only one. Mm, you can do all of these without getting married, except for the legal rights and benefits. Agreed. Like, you can commit to somebody without you can getting be in, married. Yeah, you can be in love. You can have children. You can have companionship. Absolutely. Um, you can have a religious ceremony to recognize. I mean, Brian and I are, Brian and I are companions, but right. we are not married. The right. only reason we've considered marriage is for them tax breaks. That legal rights and benefits. <laughs> like, be careful. I'm going just... to get that alimony from you. that's true yeah now that i know you're a gold digger i don't really want to get married to you anymore brian fool me (laughs) once right Mm. yeah but we'll find out later that um we we could be that percentage of uh of married couples that just don't have sex oh (laughs) because if you did your first episode brian and i do not fuck right we are just best friends who just want tax breaks, so maybe we're considering it. Although this is on record now, so the federal government is probably like, go yeah. ahead, get married. <laughs> we got you. We, 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 we got, got you on evidence. tape now. <laughs> oh, so that's burp number two. All right, I'll drink to that. Yeah. Um, so I found some very interesting, now that we know what marriage is, why people do it, I found a lot of very interesting facts about marriage that I thought were very important to share with you, the audience, or at least interesting enough to share with you, the audience. Yeah. And um, one of the first, these are in no particular order. I just literally started jotting these down because there were so doggone many of them that I would have been there for the rest of my life if I had done that. So uh, starting her out, interestingly enough, due to jobs, kids, responsibilities, and home duties, the average married couple spends, on average, just four minutes of focused alone time together daily. That's fucked up. That's fucking crazy. That is dumb. I spend more time than that a day texting you, Brian. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> On a daily basis. I take more time. I, I spend more time taking a shit each day. I was just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, I hate to be gross about it, but it's like no, no. We I spend, all, everyone poops, Brian. Everyone poops. <laughs> um, I spend more time eating a day than four minutes a day. Fuck. Right. That's stupid. Four minutes of focused alone time. Mm. It's nuts. And you know it's on average, so I'm sure you know the couple who has six kids, it might be less than four minutes. The couple who has zero kids, yeah. it might go up a couple of minutes. But fuck. I mean, maybe. Maybe. Like, but I look at my sister and her husband. Like, dude, yeah. In the morning, they get like they get up, but like you know, he goes off to work before anyone even wakes up. When he gets home around five five thirty, she's got dinner ready. The kids are picked up from school. They eat together. But then he immediately goes off and plays on the computer, and she's running around chasing the kids for the rest of the night, and that's it. Right. So, like, mm. their dinner time together is, like, pretty much the only time they spend together in a day. And that's not focused alone time. Right. And that's, yeah, like, and, yeah, like, really, that half the time they're, like, chasing the kids around, telling them to fucking eat their food, and, like, right, yeah. These people have the most boringest, not not your sister, but these people. Who oh, spend, no. She <laughs> spend, has the most boringest life. <laughs> I was going to say, like, these people who spend four minutes, like, they have got to have the worst sex ever. Yeah. What if that four minutes of focused alone time is sex? Like, Oh, no. Oh. It's just, like, him sticking it in, and then he comes. <laughs> right. And she cries. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. oh god oh boy okay oh this next one's interesting um marrying from an affair rarely works out over 75 percent of people who marry partners from an affair eventually divorce 75 Isn't that crazy? but it makes sense i mean most hey, people big ups to henry and jane for beating the odds <laughs> 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 right they are the 20 i will drink to that they are the 25 yeah, percent. fuck yeah dad <laughs> mm. but why do you think that that doesn't work out like it's not rocket because, science well it's not rocket science because you uh, you literally you know i have said it myself like the reason I, after i was cheated on that i still to this day almost four years later mm -hmm. have not been in a relationship is because I find it almost impossible to trust people. Yeah. Yeah. And if you know that the person that you're having an affair with is married, even if you're single, what's to stop them yeah. from doing the same thing to you? Right. This person swore before God, before a justice of the peace, that they wouldn't cheat on you. And before then they a did. Witness. And yeah. yeah. Fuck. Yeah. And then they did it. So how could you ever trust anyone again? Right. This is the person you thought you could trust more than anyone in the whole world. If they're going to lie to God, and that's something that's important to you, then anyone's capable of it. Yeah. So, I mean, just finding the ability to trust after that. You know, yeah, you probably get married again because once you get used to being in that marriage pattern of relying on somebody else just to get through your daily life, it almost seems like, and we'll get to like how people rush into marriage again after their first divorce in a little bit. But, you know... People want to get married again right afterwards because they think that, like, that's having that partner is the most important thing in the world to them, you know? Yeah. And when it turns out not being, then, you know, when they, I don't know. I think a lot of times some people think they can't make it on their own without, like, my uncle was the worst person about this. Like, 
you know, he was married to my aunt. Like, they were high school sweethearts. Now, did their marriage have a lot of problems? Did they cheat on... I know at least he cheated on her a lot. Um, <laughs> but um, after she died, he had to, like, jump into the next relationship immediately. Yeah. And then, you know, that lady wasn't good enough. So then he started dating somebody else who he eventually married. But, like, he married her. He was, like dying and he married her yeah and it was like okay why was that so important to you to marry her well because he felt he like he couldn't take care of himself he had to have somebody else to take care of him yeah that makes sense i guess so yeah it's interesting i mean not that i'm like that obviously you and i are both very independent so right but there are people who feel that way so I think I'm I'm ready to die alone. Not ready, but I'm pre- <laughs> <laughs> not ready to die. Yeah. But I'm ready to be alone the rest of my life. That's for sure. Like well, yeah, every time I mean, I'm just laying in bed as long as I want. No one's trying to make me get up except the dog to let him out. And then even then, it's like today, I literally did not get my ass out of bed till like three o'clock in the afternoon, <laughs> and I just lay there and watch TV and cuddled the dog, and then like you know, wrote the episode or whatever. But it's like, you know, when you have somebody else around, they're always like, yeah, let's get a fucking Best Buy or some dumb shit. I mean, it's like, Mm. I don't want someone ruining my days off. I want to just be able to lay in fucking bed all day if I want to. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I I, I think I I don't want a lot of people mourning over me. So. No. Yeah. I I don't think I would marry somebody on my deathbed, you know? Yeah, but Brian, if you do die before I do and you don't leave me those busts and the sword, I'll kill myself immediately. <laughs> I was thinking about this last night. Um, I might, because I, I don't want to put them on my wall. For anyone who's listened to the, knows what we're talking about, when my dad died, he left me these four <laughs> naked lady busts. They're, they're not busts. They're like. They're not even busts. They're like wall art. They like, are wall art. Full um, size naked ladies. <laughs> Yeah. Two fronts with boobies and vaginas and two butts. Oh, nipples too. They're very detailed. Nip- oh, very detailed. So my idea was, um, I'm either going to put shirts on. I, I can't hang these things on my fucking wall. That's, <laughs> I'll never get laid again. Um, <laughs> that's too weird and creepy. But my idea is. It's so is, creepy. It's so creepy. <laughs> my idea is to either cover them in t-shirts, like old t-shirts that I have. I love and, it. And then put them on the wall. Or I thought about like. What if I paint them? What if I paint them like? You'll still see them nips. Well, yeah, yeah. But what if what if I paint one like green with fucking orange hair or something? Make them weird they don't even looking. Have heads. They do have heads. They do have heads. Yeah. I thought I remember them not having heads. For no, they have heads. <laughs> okay. They, uh, they and I didn't notice this before last night, but they have um, like titles written on the back. One of them is what? like yeah. One of them is. Um, Oh God! What was sweet surrender? Ah no! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! That just up to the creep factor. Oh, it's on so us fucking so creepy! Like, <laughs> thanks, Dad. <laughs> oh my God! I would just put like kick-ass punk rock shirts on them. That's what I'm thinking. Like, I, I think I still have a circle jerk shirt. Because then, too, it doesn't ruin them. You know right. what I mean? Like, if you and then they're did. covered up, and it's, you yeah. know, it's not just naked ladies on my wall. It's, it's kind of like cool. Then it's like a tribute to dad. You know? Right. Just don't put the sword by it anywhere. Like, a different wall would probably be good. <sighs> yeah, the, <laughs> the sword. What was your dad doing with the sword? You know, he had plenty. He had lots of swords. <laughs> oh, my God. 
I don't know. Apparently, he liked to drink whiskey in Prime as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is his satanic children's Bible. Right. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's a hereditary trait. Yeah, apparently. Fuck. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, maybe back to marriage. (laughs) So, also... um, Marrying under the age of 25 drastically increases the chances of divorce. This is interesting because both of my marriages happened before I was 25. Really? Yes. Holy shit. Yeah. So, yeah, look at that. You're a case in point. Uh, I'm batting a thousand. And also, I am 38, almost 39. Oh, my God, Brian, it's 14 days till my birthday. (gasps) Two weeks? Two weeks. Nice the first so yeah um so marrying under the age of 25 drastically but i'm 38 almost 39 how many divorces have i had zero Zero. there you go see statistically (laughs) i'm amazing right (laughs) you're also batting a thousand (laughs) yeah no divorces here folks oh yeah so let's see with that um risk of Risk of divorce is also higher if the woman is much older than the man, but not, but the reverse is not. So, okay, so if he's a lot older, it doesn't necessarily increase the chances of divorce, but if she's a lot older, it does. My, my last ex wife, that sounds horrible. My most recent, no, that sounds my last marriage. Your last marriage, she is 11 years older than me. Holy shit. Yeah. I mean, I was 24. That's when MILFs were like the coolest thing ever. You know? That's true. That I was is 24. She yeah. was 35. So, yeah. I mean. But you know what? Also, like, I, younger dudes fucking love me. Oh. That, I don't you know do have it, that 27 year old group that, like. The, it is like, it's like a joke on my Tinder profile, but it's not even a joke. Like, yeah. Literally, dudes that are like 27, 28 got it bad for me (laughs) and i can't get rid of it i don't know what it is it's like but yeah so stay away from them because mm. i'm trying yeah (laughs) i'm trying they just keep hunting hot though they have the best sex drive and just i mean nobody said you had to marry them it's true i'll just keep having sex with them and then making them go as soon as i am done right (laughs) all right you have to go home now Hey, you gotta go now. The dog is getting anxious to sleep, so. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, well, what's that? Is that your Uber? <laughs> I didn't call an Uber. I did. Bye. I did. Gotcha. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did <laughs> recently give someone a. Uh, I had ordered our Ballsy product from our sponsor, uh-huh. and um, I recently gave it to someone as a parting gift. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> At least you have gift bags. Like, you're not the asshole that... Right! That, like, I, I feel like, who was it? Like, Derek Jeter or somebody that used to give women, like, gift bags of his stuff when you... They would leave his house. That's badass. Yeah, like, he used to give them, like, a signed... Like, it was like he had these, like, literal, like, actual little gift bags... That he would give women that came over and slept with them. And it was like assigned this and a, you know, maybe like a t-shirt or something that was his. And like, 
you know, it was kind of meant to be like, okay, here's your little parting gift. Like, don't do anything fucked up. Like, try to extort this situation. Right. And lo and behold, never has he ever run into a situation where that's happened. Although he did give that one parting gift of, um, what is it? Oh, herpes. He did? Didn't he give Jennifer Lopez herpes? What? Or was that a made-up thing? I don't think that's true. I think Maybe. it was. I don't know. I, Wait, I've never heard of that. No. No. Yeah, I thought he... Um, it's crazy. Hmm. But anyway, you know, if you want to come have sex with me, I may or may not give you a party gift on your way out. <laughs> depending it on will your, not be your brace. It will not be your brace. I can promise that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can I promise that I will not give any gifts that keep on giving. There will be something that is, um, you know, perishable or <laughs> maybe a canned good. I don't know. <laughs> okay, oversharing. Let's continue. On. <laughs> right. Oh, Brian, it's you. Is my turn? Um, I was looking up the Derek Jeter uh, herpes thing. Confirmed. Oh, okay. Confirmed. Oh, wait, no, I think it is my turn anyway. So, okay. Um, interestingly, approximately $6 billion per year is lost in productivity by American businesses due to employees who are experiencing marriage hardship. $6 billion. So don't get married. It's good for the economy. <laughs> so many reasons not to get married. Right. Let's see, here we go. A 15-year-long study shows... That the best predictor of marital happiness was one's happiness prior to marriage. That makes sense. Yeah. Meaning, <clears throat> marriage won't make you happy if you weren't already happy before it. So true. And I feel like that is true with just relationships in general. I agree. Because so many people think that, you know, oh, if I could just had somebody, I would be happy. But I truly, truly, truly believe... Like, and it's so cliche to say, but like, if you're not happy alone, you'll never be happy with someone else. Makes sense. My sister's one of those people. Um, she can't be like by herself. <laughs> nope. Her happiness comes from being with somebody else. And I understand that to an extent to where like, you might be a, a giver and a nurturer and it makes yeah. you feel better to take, take care of somebody. But she, God, she fucking picks them. I was just about to ask which sister it was, but now I know it. <laughs> Yeah, I know which one you meant. <laughs> yeah, it's the Missouri sister. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Wait, as soon as you said, man, she picked some, then I knew which one you meant. <laughs> mm. Yeah, anywho. But yeah, and we've said it on the podcast multiple times. Like, the reason that you're not happy is not because you're not married. Right. You, you know? Or that you're not with someone. Right. There's some other underlying reason that you're not happy. And being with somebody is not going to fix that. In fact, if anything, it's only going to complicate it because now you're bringing somebody else into that problem. Bringing somebody else into your shit show. Right. It's not fun. Totally. Yeah. Don't do it. No. Um, also, over 40% of married couples included at least one spouse who had been previously married. So, like, I mean, divorce divorce rates are actually, like, not on the rise or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, like, marriage, which is supposedly supposed to be forever, at least 40% of them include at least one person who'd already been married. Yeah. So, really, like, is I just don't feel like marriage is a lifelong commitment anymore. No. 
No, and it's Till not. Till death do us part is complete bullshit. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, no, no, that's... It's discouraging. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, at the same time, like, I would say that um, you learn from your mistakes. I learned plenty from my divorces. Oh, yeah. Or maybe we just kind of need to, like, redefine what... You know, like, I mean, just how we need to, like, recalibrate what a marriage is or what it means, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, in the past, you know, like, a lot of the reasons that people needed these, you know, financial securities and legal rights, the reasons that the legal rights and responsibilities were created in the first place was to protect people who needed protection at the time. You know, like, okay, like, if you look at, you know, I'm sure a lot of these marriage laws and stuff were created during the Great Depression or during wars or, right. you know, where people needed the rights and protections if their husband or wife was lost due to, you know, like pe- that could leave people in destitute. Oh, yeah. And, you know, we just don't live in that same world anymore. Yeah. No, so, it makes sense. You know, maybe we just need to relook at all of it and see what makes sense for today's world for sure let's see um as many as 60 percent of divorced men and women will marry again many in as little as five years see isn't that crazy there's so many people like who are just that serial monogamist yeah well you know you do miss that companionship i mean even though on average it's four minutes of focused alone time you do right, miss yeah. that. <laughs> it sucks when it's zero minutes of... Yeah. Well, Or, you know, on the opposite end of the scale, if you look at me, I have infinity minutes of focused alone time. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I, I've been pretty spoiled. I feel like <laughs> I... Um, I feel guilty a lot of times for not spending more time with my dog. Which seems silly. <laughs> I feel guilty for not spending so much time with your dog. Like, <laughs> he's such a good boy. He's so good. He just deserves all the attention. And so it's like, okay, well, if I had a boyfriend that I was like, I feel bad when I, like yesterday, I went out with my friend all day. Mm-hmm. And then I just felt bad because I'm like, oh my God, is he just at home alone? Like so sad that I'm not hanging out with him. Right. At what point? At what point does he start thinking like, "Did she abandon me in this house?" Like, oh God, don't say that. <laughs> Did I just make it worse? Yes. Because <laughs> then, like, what if I had a boyfriend, and then you know, when you're doing the boyfriend girlfriend thing, you go over to their house a few nights a week. They come over to your house a few nights a week. So it's like then I would be leaving him home alone even more. Oh, you can't do that. <laughs> no. No, I cannot. No. Okay, but um, interestingly, birth order can also influence success or failure of marriage. Um, for instance, that's like the fifth birth, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> um, they say the most successful marriages were ones where the oldest sister of brothers marries the youngest brother of sisters. Weird. But I was just reading an article about Giselle and Tom Brady the other day. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Tom Brady is the youngest of sisters, youngest brother of three sisters. Okay. Now, I don't know about Giselle's family, but. Hmm. 
Isn't that interesting? Well, I mean, you you would I would assume that the youngest brother of sisters would be very understanding of women. Very understanding of women. Intolerant. Very tolerant. Very true. And women who grew up, yeah. Like the oldest sister of brothers, that would make sense because she's used to like taking care of several men and is used to their habits and yeah. she was very tolerant of all the things that guys do. That makes so much sense. Yeah. But uh, they also say that two firstborns, however, tend to both be very aggressive and it creates high levels of tension. I can understand so, that. Oh, yeah. Uh, my firstborn, my sisters and I are like spot on when it comes to the uh, like birth order stuff. Uh-huh. Like, I am so the fucking youngest child. It is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> and my oldest sister is so the bossy oldest. And my middle sister is so the forgotten middle child. Like, I'm the fucking middle child. And a middle child because of marriage. Because of bullshit marriage. I became a middle child. Oh, my God. Fuck it, everything. <laughs> yeah. But the highest divorce rates are when an only child marries another only child. Which is so true because only children are the most spoiled ass little fuckers. Little that rotten ever. motherfuckers. Yeah. They really, uh, I mean, I love you if you're an only child, but still, I'm not, no, don't marry another only child Mm-mm. because it's their world and you're just living in it. Yeah. And you put two of those people together. Yikes. Yeah. <coughs> yikes. Mm hmm. Listen to this, Beth. Would you believe that fewer Americans are getting married? I believe it. <laughs> um, today, only about 50% of Americans were married, whereas in 1960, the rate was 72%. That's so interesting. Only 50% of Americans will marry. Yeah. And I mean, we're that- not weird. I'm not weird. Yeah. No, not at all. And we talked about this in our kissing episode to where, you know, we don't need that. We don't have that need for attachment anymore. This this need for attachment to survive does not exist anymore. We're right. we're doing fine surviving. Right. Like I don't need to get married because I don't want to have offspring. So like you know. Right. But I do like to have sex, so I just need someone to come on over, <laughs> meet that need, and then scram. Scram you. <laughs> But even 72%, um, I mean, that's still kind 72% of 72% seems low. Yeah. yeah. But if you think about, like, gay people back in the day, mm-hmm. if you think about, you know, clergy, um, if you think about people who died before they ever were able to get married. Yeah. And then spinsters. And then spinsters. Look at us. Spinsters are taking over. Yeah. I love it. Um. So, uh, in terms of, like, how co- how long couples are waiting, most couples wait just under three years from the time they start dating till the time they get married. And then the average engagement lasts, lasts 14 months. Feel- so, interestingly, the people that I know who are married that are like, I have no doubt they'll be married forever, dated for much, much longer than this before ever getting engaged. Yeah. And I feel like those are good numbers. I mean, yeah. three years. I think you, you've seen the worst of that person in three years. Not really. I don't believe that. But no. that's because of a personal story. Okay. That my five and a half year relationship, the reason that ended is because 
I experienced something from that person that I never thought that they were capable of. And it was not cheating. Gotcha. So, yeah, I have a hard time believing that. Okay. Um, But I do know that, like, okay, my best friend Jenny, um, she and her husband dated for 10 years before they got married. See, it's it's so weird because sometimes you might – I don't know if it's in here at all, but it's like marriage sometimes changes people's expectations. Right. And like, what's the hurry? Well, but also... If it's forever, what's the hurry? (coughs) No, for real. Um, But, uh, you know, you have some people who wait eight years to get married and then they're divorced in three months. Or then you have people who get married in 12 months and they're married for the rest of their lives. But then vice versa, too. Fair, yeah. I don't know. I guess it's just there's so many factors that go into a success or failure of it. Yeah. Yeah. So the uh, 50% divorce rate is a thing of the past. Divorce rates have fallen from the 1980s. That's good. That's good, yeah. <laughs> That's good. But also less people are getting married. Yeah. Remember? You know? So, it, it, yeah, is that a factor? Um, I'm sure. Uh, for marriages that started in the 1990s, seventy percent will last at least fifteen years, which is up from sixty-five percent in the 70s and 80s. I blame cocaine. Huh. <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> did you ever see? It's only five percent, though. I mean, come on. <laughs> right. True. Five percent. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, also, the average wedding cost is up, so no one can afford cocaine in a wedding anymore. <laughs> um, it's the average wedding costs. Are you ready for this? I'm not. $31,213. Fuck you. No. Which is up from about 15000 in the 90s. No, that is ridiculous. That is fucking insane. You could, om- you could put, you could have a third of your house paid off by then. Sure. Yeah, that's, are you fucking kidding me? That's some people's salaries. Have the justice of the peace go to the courthouse, mm-hmm. then have a fucking ceremony in your backyard of your house that you now own for the same price you could have done it. <laughs> are you kidding me? That's insane. No, I would murder some. This is like the other thing. Like, okay, let's say I ever do get married and I get engaged. If a dude spends like six grand on a ring, I would lose my fucking mind yeah i would be like why the fuck did you do that that was so stupid yeah it's a ring it doesn't matter if it's a diamond a real diamond a cubic zirconia Mm. if you got it out of a cracker jack box it's a symbol right and just because you spent six grand on it doesn't mean (laughs) anything no nothing only people that like that all that means is that you made a stupid ass financial decision <laughs> and that being a flashy dumb idiot is more important than your financial security in the future that's a good point and i will tell you for a fact okay i see people's credit <laughs> on a regular basis mm-hmm. and these are the people who make $125,000 a year and have 580 credit scores because they're so goddamn maxed out Mm-hmm. on everything that they're living beyond their means they're keeping up with the joneses and you literally will destroy your financial future doing dumb shit like that yeah absolutely Oof. so so i mean yeah you 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 take the uh the wedding rings and the engagement ring into account 
I mean, forty grand to no, get married. No, this is just the wedding. Yeah, thirty-one. It's just the wedding. Thirty-one thousand to get married, but you know, you're talking, you know, six grand for uh, engagement ring, and then it doesn't take much to bump that number up to four uh, forty thousand. Right. Um, forty thousand. That come on. Then you have engagement parties and showers and what I don't know, fucking whatever. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. Ugh. Also, everyone that I have ever, like, I, I saw this on the internet once. I was like, I'm going to have a me party one day, okay, where everyone that ever got married or had kids and I had to spend all this goddamn money going to your shit is going to have to come and just <laughs> have a party dedicated to me to pay me back for all the shit that I bought you over the years. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Anyway. So let's see. The uh, median age. For marriage is up to 27 for women and 29 for men. Uh, that's up from the 1960s when it was 20 for women and 23 for men. I see that. Yeah. People are like, more women are waiting to have their careers and stuff now, which is probably why divorce rates are going down. You know what I mean? Like Could People be. aren't just getting married because they're ready to start a family immediately i mean you know people are waiting longer for all that stuff which i think is smarter but people are living longer so. well yeah and the other thing too is just your maturity when you were 20 years old what type of person were you beth right oh god <laughs> when i was 23 I was a monster yeah when i was 23 <laughs> years old do you want to see a wreck of a person oh uh, yeah <laughs> yeah no so many drugs. I mean, <laughs> right? So many drugs. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> marriage. Okay. How much? Yeah, that would have been the cocaine wedding. <laughs> right. Right. No, but, that's ridiculous. Um, yeah. So, thankfully, people are waiting longer. But also, if you look back in, like, the 50s and 60s, you know, you're talking, like, people were going off to war and stuff, like, all the time. So people were kind of like, okay, if you were a boy that was 18 in the 1950s, the odds that you were going to get enlisted or some shit. So you like locked down a wife, had a couple kids, and then, you know, there was a solid chance. And not only that, but back then, like women weren't going to college as much. Like women weren't a provider. Like you had to find somebody to provide for to have your kids because your life expectancy was just lower. You know, that's like what people did yeah and, and true um i mean to the whole military thing um my first marriage the reason why i got married is because i would make eighteen hundred dollars a month more it, what if i was married Get and the fuck out and i could live off post i didn't have to live in the stinky fucking barracks oh my god yeah i mean eighteen hundred dollars that's bananas just for being married why wouldn't they just pay you more in the military for being married? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Holy shit! <laughs> I can't believe that. Yeah. So I mean, take that into account. You know, in the doing in, the exact same fucking job, doing the exact same thing. The only thing that changes is I went I, my marital status went from single to married. Eighteen hundred bucks. Who wouldn't do that? Who wouldn't you know what do I mean? that? Um, and. and not that I mean, maybe kind of, sort of, but a lot of guys, it's called a contract marriage, to where you say, "Yeah, all you have to do is marry me. You can do whatever the fuck you want to. I'll pay you five hundred bucks a month, and that's it. You're still Shut making the fuck up. You're still making thirteen hundred dollars a month just for being married. Oh my god, that is insane. Yeah. Plus, you don't have to live in the barracks. <laughs> yeah, that's huge. Huge. 
Damn, dude, that's fucking crazy. And you're already getting the tax breaks, the lower insurance rate, all that other goddamn right. shit. So why wouldn't you? Yeah, and the, we, I, I mean, it's good, but I mean, I got all my money back on taxes when I was in the military. Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> you're getting paid in tax dollars Want to know how much I got anywhere. back? What? Negative $36 from the <laughs> state of North Carolina. Yet. I'm scared. They're like, yeah, you owe us 36 bucks. I'm like, come fucking get it, okay? <laughs> like, Fuck you. $36. I already paid you $3,600. That wasn't enough. Right. Literally, that's how much fucking state taxes I pay. Like, get the fuck out of here. And that wasn't even what I paid Arkansas, too, because I lived there for part of the year last year. Well, you know, what's really cool is living in Kansas City, Kansas, and working in Kansas City, Missouri, and paying taxes in both states. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Oh, and then if you work in Kansas City, um, there's a Kansas City. More tax. City tax, yeah. Shit. Oh, it's, seriously? Yeah, it's fucked up. I'm ready it's to get out of here. Bananas. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, anyway, um, back to marriages. And uh, interestingly, 5.3 million marriages are interracial wow. every year. Yeah. So um, 87% of Americans now favor interracial marriages, which is fantastic. Obviously, yes. I'm upset that that's not 100 but that's fine um that is up from are you ready for this oh my gosh that is up from just four percent of americans favoring interracial marriages in 1958 golly (laughs) jesus fucking christ that's insane 83 percent difference oh that's less than 100 years ago. Only 4% of people. Hmm. Insane. Yeah. Anyway. Um, oh, here's another good one. There are an estimated 252,000 same-sex marriages. Up 35% from last year. You want to know why that statistic only says from last year? Because that's the first year that we were able to start tracking it. Isn't that fucking crazy? That's stupid. Yeah, that... That's stupid. That is when, that's when it was finally legal. Ugh. Last year. Isn't that so fucking crazy? That's insane. It's like we're living in 1958. Literally. But hope, you know, yeah. Anyway. So let's see. um, 68% of millennials and only 48% of boomers are for it. Which come on, millennials! Really? Where are you at? I thought you. I thought that was supposed Where are to those be thirty-two percent of like Mike Pence supporting motherfuckers. <sighs> Get out of here, whoever you are. Mm. Ugh, anyway, um, interestingly, as many as thirty to forty percent of married couples. See, this is not just a nineteen fifties thing. As many as thirty to forty percent of married couples do not sleep in the same bed. 30 to 40%. I, yeah. I don't like sleeping in the bed with anyone but my dog. I won't lie. You know, I had um, I had a boss that did not share a bed with his wife, and there was nothing religious about it or anything like that. Well, I don't think it's religious. I think people just, like, snore and shit, and, like, people got to fucking sleep, especially if you have kids and stuff. Like, if your partner is snoring and you have already been stressed out and the kids have woken you up three times, come in and piss the bed with you and shit, like, I mean. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm not sleeping in the same bed as somebody who's going to fucking snore and I just try <laughs> to sleep around it. I'm not opposed to having different bedrooms. No. Again, me and the dog. <laughs> you gotta go. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. A 1994 study showed that 1% of men and 2.6% of married women hadn't had sex in a year. What? Okay. First of all, yeah. First of all, 1994. Second of all, 1% of men and 2.6% of women. That means some of the men are cheating. The men are having more <laughs> sex than the women are. Why is that? Mm. Because they're f- fucking around. Yeah. I'm more focused on the year. Like, I won't go a week without sex. Like, Yeah. Uh-uh. Well, uh-uh. sometimes I have to go more than a week. but I mean, <clears throat> I don't know. Oh. I know you won't. That's like burp number six. Yeah, I know. Shit. It's those trulies. Yeah, these trulies are quite burpy. <laughs> they are gluten free, though. So, um, about that. But anyway. No, you're good. Um, by 2014, those numbers jumped to 5% of married men and 6.5% of married women. Again. 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 There's. At least that gap has shortened by 0.1%. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But also, y'all men are some dirty, rotten cheaters out there. And how has that number jumped in 20 years? Right. From 1% to 5%? From 2.6%? People should be fucking more now. Right? We're more, like, liberated as human beings, you would think. You would think. Yeah. Um, Anyway, about 2.1 million people get married each year. I feel like it should be more than that. That's weird. Do you? Yeah, I feel like 2.1 million when there's like this many billion trillion people on the planet. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that's just in America. I don't know. Could be. It's got to be just in America. <coughs> Could be. Yeah. Um, divorce rate is 40 to 50% as of 2012. 41% of first marriages end in divorce. 60% of second marriages end in divorce. And... Third time is not the charm. <laughs> 73% of third marriages and a divorce. Fuck people, just give up. <laughs> right. Why would you get married a third time? Oh like, my come God. On. Like, I'm not opposed to the idea, but I'm. Well, yeah, I guess, Brian, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had. One two... of yours was a null, so you're still on number two. Okay? Oh, that's. No, that's fair. That's a good point. So I'm sitting at 60%. The state has agreed that you are only on your second marriage. Well, if f- you do get married again. Uh, right. Yeah. Interestingly, sorry, I just popped it to a slur in my mouth. I don't know why. I was just really <laughs> angry. <laughs> okay. Um, the five states with the highest marriage rates, what would you have guessed? Um, I would, I would have guessed Texas just because of population size. For sure. I would have guessed Illinois because, A, yeah, population size, but B, like, Midwestern values, kind of like yeah, and then California again due to size, right? New York, maybe New York due to size, yeah, yeah. and then maybe like Utah because like Mormonism <laughs> and like the importance of marriage. No, but really, because like they no. place a lot of like you know because the literally all of Utah is basically Mormon, yeah, and the like the the importance they place on marriage, like that would have been my guess of the top five, yeah. But 
Number one, highest marriage rate. Now that it, some of it makes sense. Um, <laughs> number one, Nevada. That highest does make rate. sense. Everyone, that makes sense because everyone elopes in Nevada and Vegas, obviously. Yeah, I did have my vows renewed in Vegas. Yeah. You had your vows renewed? Yeah. How did I never know that? No, oh, I don't know. That's yeah, out of, out of the roof, out of the sunroof of a limo by Elvis in a drive-thru. <laughs> you did not. I did. How did I never know this? <laughs> <laughs> you truly learn something new every day, people. Yeah. That I, is I a seriously true that. story, Brian. Yeah, seriously. I, I just tried to block that out of my memory. Wow. Okay. Um, anyway, <laughs> I'm, I feel different now. Uh, number two, Hawaii, which also makes sense because a lot of people go to like destination weddings in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Which does not explain the next one. <laughs> it does not explain the next one. But Hawaii makes sense because it's like also per capita. There's less people in Hawaii, so, you know, the marriage rates are probably higher because this is the number of, you know, it's like probably the state of Hawaii issued this many marriage licenses. How many people actually live in Hawaii? Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Number three, the great state of Arkansas. The great state of Arkansas. (laughs) How in the fuck? What? Uh, But also it kind of makes sense because just knowing people in Arkansas and they're just like, they're... I love Arkansas. You do too, Brian. Yes. Everyone there is near and dear to our hearts. But 90% of the state is exactly what you think of Arkansas. Yes. Northwest <laughs> Arkansas needs to be its own state. Like It really does. Yeah. 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 And so the whole entire rest of the state, maybe short of Little Rock, is like, I can just see like people getting married like in camo. Yes. Mountain Dew being served at the ceremony. If like, not moonshine, yeah. Uh, a lot a lot of shotgun weddings, guaranteed. Yes. Okay. Then you've got Idaho, which, again, I feel is probably just, like, maybe a lot of, like, having to do with, like, the population. Mm-hmm. I feel like Idaho is, like, maybe the most genuine, like, maybe people just get married happily there. That makes sense. I could see that. Because it's just kind of like, probably like, I feel like maybe just nice people live in Idaho. I don't know. (laughs) I've been there one time. It's a pretty nice state. You know, it's like uh, pretty remote. So whatever. And then Vermont, I know that Vermont is another one of these ones where you don't think about it, but it's definitely a destination wedding kind of place. Okay. And that is because in the, like, okay, for instance, my best friend Megan got married in Vermont. Mm Mm-hmm. Or, uh, oh, wait, no, it was Sunapee, New Hampshire. But um, same thing. Like, Vermont and New Hampshire are basically the same fucking state. Uh, with Vermont being a little bit more liberal than New Hampshire is. But Vermont is, like, beautiful. It's, like, a lot of people have, again, like I said, destination weddings there who are from that, like, New England area. Yeah. Like, they will have, like, because it's, like, 45 minutes from Boston, you know, so... A lot of people, instead of having, like, a city wedding, will just go out to, like, these resorts and have, like, like, Meg's wedding was, like, on this resort. It was uh, Mount Sunapee where they had, you know, they literally had, like, 32 rooms, a beautiful place to get married, a great venue for the wedding. But it's all in one little tiny resort. Yeah. So, like, everybody that was involved in the wedding just stayed at this little resort where they had the ceremony. We had all of the before stuff, all the after stuff. It was just, like, four days of, like, everyone staying on this one resort. Vermont guaranteed is the same way. Okay. So, 
Well, that makes sense. What about divorces, though, Brian? <laughs> yeah, the five states with the highest divorce divorce rates. Number one, Nevada. <laughs> no surprises <laughs> there. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and here's the thing. So you were kind of talking about marriage license, licenses and um, certificates before. Um, <clears throat> a lot of times, I, I, and I think they've changed this and probably because of that, but you have to get licensed where you live. Now, you can go to Vegas and you can use your North Carolina license to get but married. But don't you have to get a divorce in the same in court the same that state. you... Yeah, so maybe they've where changed Where you got that. married, right? Yeah. Like, you can't get married in Nevada and then get a divorce in Chicago. Like, no. you would have to get divorced in the state of Nevada. Right. So it makes sense that, like, yeah, if everybody's... Obviously, all the fucking drive through Elvis weddings that are going on. <laughs> it's too bad you can't get a drive through Elvis divorce. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> at that this point it's just the, that way <laughs> yeah at that point it's just the fat elvis and like a in like a he's on a toilet while he's performing the ceremony he's like <laughs> you all do drugs it's just perfect <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> they give you quaaludes like before it even starts it's like <laughs> oh <sighs> Okay. <laughs> um, the second state with the highest divorce rate is Maine. I feel like... I don't understand that one. Probably just them rough-ass winters. People are like, I can't do this anymore. Like, It's probably very like The Shining. <laughs> I don't know. But you think you would want somebody to like cuddle up to or something. Unless I- the winter drives you crazy. <laughs> and then it, and then your spouse is chasing you around the hotel with a hatchet. And then he knows. <laughs> That's You're like, fair. divorce. <laughs> right. Um, number three is Oklahoma. I definitely spelled that wrong, by the way. Sorry about oh. that. I, well, I'm glad I didn't read Oklahoma. it. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't read it phonetically. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's nothing else to do in Oklahoma. You might as well get divorced. Right. And also, you and I have been there. Right. <laughs> I remember the very first time you and I went to Oklahoma to the casino. You were like, oh, bah. Just Wait. Wait, wait till you see the people in this casino yeah you are going to lose your fucking mind and like the very one of the very first things we saw was a guy with actual lobster hands holding like four drinks in his little <laughs> boop boops <laughs> like, i was like brian you were not fucking around <laughs> and i mean it was only like 40 minutes away from where we were oh yeah but a, yeah. a life of difference yeah. Oh, God. It's like for anybody that isn't from the area around Oklahoma, like Oklahoma is the joke of that area. Yes. Everyone's like, oh, I mean, you think Arkansas is trash. Have you ever seen people from Oklahoma? <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Legitimately, like they think that like they're so much better than people in Oklahoma, which is quasi true, but also <laughs> it's, it's a little silly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Number four, um, Oregon, or Oregon, however you want to say it. But um, I always say Oregon. Oregon, that's how I say it. Um, Unless I say Oregon Trail, then I say Oregon. Interesting. Weird. Hmm. I guess I do say Oregon. 
But uh, I, maybe that goes with the same thing with Maine. Like, it's the weather is just kind of shitty. and I feel like uh, that's true. Yeah. Also, your spouse may have died of dysentery by the time you got there. <laughs> you, might, you might have had to result to cannibalism. Or conception. <laughs> <laughs> Colleen and I were talking about conception earlier. I was like, how when they didn't know what else was wrong with you, they just said you were dying of conception. <laughs> like, <laughs> she had all these, like, fun facts about it. I was like, oh, my God. Anyway, yeah, Oregon, that's probably it. Yeah. So, number five, um, highest divorce rates is Arkansas. Oh, Arkansas. Oh, you are Arkansas. doing so good. They're number three for marriages. They're number five for divorces. Five <laughs> so, how many, like, recycled marriages are happening? How oh, many second, third, fourth marriages are happening in Arkansas? You want to know what? So many. Because I feel like, okay, I did not date a lot while I was there. And that was because I was doing so much with comedy mm-hmm. that, like, I feel like the whole reason that well, so like every guy I did actually go on a date with there was divorced. Right. Every single one of them. Well, that seems to be kind of common in the South, too, is to you get married young. Yeah, for like that's, sure. You, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to get married and get a job have and babies, have babies. And, and, yeah. yeah. And then you're like, oh, life don't fucking work that way anymore. Right. So. Whoops. So finally, the Oof. average cost for a divorce between fifteen and thirty thousand dollars just Goodness. to get a divorce. So, like we were talking so. before, with the the cost of of weddings was thirty two. Uh yeah, about thirty one to thirty two thousand dollars. So we'll say thirty two. The rings and all that other stuff. We'll just bump it up to forty. And if yeah. it doesn't work out, add fifteen to thirty to that. You're looking right. at so 55, basically like 000. two years of like the average person's salary. Yeah. It's just spent on the marriage and divorce. Like, like is that, that fifty-five to seventy grand to get married and, and divorced? And that's not even counting if you get alimony and all that other oh, shit involved. Oh my god, dude, marriage is fucking crazy. Ooh, I mean, be careful out there, you little Franks and beanies. Like, seriously, make, make sure you know. And that's the thing. At that point, once you put these numbers to it, especially those money numbers. This yeah. becomes like a business agreement and less of a romantic expression of my love, you know? Oh, for real. It's so transactional. You're you talking know? 70 grand to get married and divorced. That's fucking crazy. Ugh. <sighs> well, anyway, I hope you are all more informed now and don't mm. feel so much societal pressure to get married. No. Like we were saying earlier, all of these things that the reasons why people get married, you can have all of those without getting married, except for the 100%. benefits and the rights. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Right. Mm. Just do a good job of leaving wills and things like that. There's nothing wrong with getting a will in your 30s. You <laughs> never know when something happened to you. No, that's a good point. You know? And actually, I was just walking Dutch today, and we walked by a law office that was like, get it was like your power of attorney, your will, and something else, all for just four hundred dollars. Wow, you know what's a lot? That's a lot less expensive than a thirty thousand dollar divorce. Oh, you bet. Or a legal battle with your like partner's family about all their shit, right? So, or your collective shit, if that, yeah. You know. So anyway, I feel even better than ever after this episode 
about not being married. You know, yeah, this is eye-opening. We, we do this a lot to where it's like we learn from the episodes that we do. I totally learned so much. Yeah. I literally was like, I don't know what the actual rights and responsibilities are of legal marriage. Yeah. Like, when I went into this, I was like, I have to do the research on this because I literally don't know. And yeah. So, and yeah. Th- and that's the thing. I mean, 41% of first marriages end in divorce. That's a huge number. Right. Ugh. So much. So, you know. Don't feel so much pressure. If you love somebody, just love them. If you want them to be your companion, call them and talk to them for three hours once a week. (laughs) Start a podcast with them. Start a podcast with them. It will be great. So, yeah. Anyway. I doubt we've dumped 70 grand into the podcast so far. Hell no. (laughs) No, fuck no. We've been doing it for a year and a half. We may have dumped 70 grand into alcohol, but that's my real mistress. Fair, yeah. (laughs) Alcohol is our mistress. (laughs) I have a 0% um, divorce rate with alcohol. Agreed. So do I. (laughs) So, anyway. Yeah, she's always going to be my wife. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, well, Brian, do you have any shout-outs this week? I do. It's a weird one. Um, I met this guy in a bar and played darts with him. But he's part of this YouTube channel called um, Irish Zombie Nation. Fun. Yeah, it is kind of fun. Um, they're an outdoor club. They kind of do um, they kind of do like the prepping stuff, like the doomsday prepper, which is kind of cool. weird. And I don't know if it. He gave me a patch. It's sitting right here in front of me. It's pretty cool. It's like Aww, a, that's cool. Yeah, it's like a skeleton. You can hand. add it to your Frank and Beans patch that yeah. I got from. Oh fuck yeah. I just oh, pulled yeah. that out the other night to show to somebody. But it's That's got- what you can put on the t-shirts of the naked ladies, is the patches. Oh, fuck. One of them needs to have a patch shirt. That's so genius. Thank you. You're welcome. But yeah, so I guess check them out online if you're into that sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah, or- if, that's your kind of- if uh, sex and relationships is not your thing, maybe um, surviving in the wilderness could be. I don't know. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Um, so, uh, for me, I want to give a great big shout out to the gem at Boojum Brewing Fuck yeah. for putting on the very first Western Carolina comedy show, which went so amazingly well. It was, uh, it was everything I dreamed I could have been and more. Uh, so huge thank you to Clinton Ricks, Rowan Young, um, Kanan Wichard and my boo-boo Brad Sativa for just putting on such an insanely monster show. It was so great. Like everybody was like, that was fucking phenomenal. So I feel so good about it. So um, our next show will be on March 19th, uh, but follow Western Carolina comedy on all of your social medias in order to find out when that will be. Um, Also. uh, Yeah. If you want to come to the next one, it'll be March 19th. I have Brandy Augustus, uh, Jess Cooley, uh, Jake Hendrick, and Lance Adams all coming, and they are going to knock it out of the park just as the first selection of kids did. So, Hell yeah. Um, also, March 31st, I will be opening for JT Habersat and Eddie Pepitone in Knoxville. So please come and check out that show. Get your tickets at True Grit Comedy. So Nice. That's all I got. So much fun. So much fun. (laughs) All right. I think that's it. That's it.
All right. Well, take care and don't get married, you little Franks and Beanies. <laughs> don't get married, you little Franks and Beanies. <laughs>